Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. And this is The Pantry Podcast. And you're listening to an episode from Season 4, Unnaturally Nourished, where we're talking about how God nourishes us in ways that the world just can't understand. And we want to give shout-outs to War Cry Network, the Christian Podcasters Association, Eternity Ready Radio, and the Spark Collective. Check out thepantrypodcast.com to support us by buying our awesome merch, sending in prayer requests, and figuring out how you can connect with us and some of our awesome guests. Hello. Hey. How you doing? Roll reversal. <laughs> Man, we want to throw everybody off tonight. I'm doing awesome. Well, guess who's excited tonight? Who? Probably still you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but for, I am too. No, thanks for reminding me. I know. Right, right, right. You might forget. You might oh, forget. my goodness. I love it. This is the end of the season. Oh, is it? Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. What season? Season four. What season's that? Unnaturally nourished. Well, no, I mean, but like, what season? Spring, fall, winter. Where, where are we at? I'm confused. It's been it's been rough, y'all. Man, 2020, What? A big it ain't smudge. changed, y'all. A big smudge. <laughs> although, on the calendar. <laughs> although, I feel like it's, it's been, been the, fruitful. Oh yeah, I was about to say I feel like it's been the longest winter ever, but it's been fruitful. Right. Winter fruit. Right. What what fruit still happens in the winter? Is there a winter melon that, that like, <laughs> you should see his Shaple. face. <laughs> Shaple. <laughs> so weird. I love it. Well, anyway, yeah. So I said hi first, which means that tonight I am opening the episode, which is cool in its own way. So this episode is called Taste and See. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. We figured that this would be a very fitting way to end the season. We don't yet know why it's a fitting end because, you know, we're just starting the episode, but it's going to be a fitting end for a season where we're talking about God just providing in confounding, miraculous ways. Fitting in. Fitting in with the heavens, the kingdom. Yeah. Fitting in. Right. Ah, That's it, the only place ooh, you yeah. need to fit in, y'all. Just, right. you know, That's a right. little PSA. You know, even for you young crowd, you know, the young crowd, the old crowd. Hey, whatever crowd. Right. All crowd. <laughs> yeah. Only need to fit into the divine. Yep. And that is the entire point. Um, but yeah, so tonight's episode is based off a verse out of Psalms 34. And I'm going to just kick us off by reading a few verses like Shay normally does to set the tone and get us rolling here. So in Psalms 34 verse eight, it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you, his godly people, for those who fear him will have all they need. Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. Mm. And when we were talking about how we were going to do this episode, one of the things that came to mind, you know, taste, this whole season has been probably the closest aligned with the name of our podcast ever because we've been using a lot of food, eating, hungry analogies, you know, but taste. Yeah, it's it's the kind of foods you like, but also people, you know, you've got some really good taste. You got some really bad taste and it's completely subjective by the world's standards. And then also you look at our little girl who is learning to expand her palate, right? But it's about what we feed her. And that shapes her taste buds. That shapes her interest in eating certain foods and thinking others 
aren't that great, you know, whether it's because, you know, we didn't present it to her enough or because it looks funny, whatever, whatever the reason, science or whatever you want to give, this idea that taste is directly impacting the quality of nutrition that we have. So that's kind of where we're kicking it off today is this idea that it's important for us to taste and see the right things so that we can understand the goodness of God and experience that spiritual nutrition that we're always talking about and not fall in love with the taste of the world instead. Yeah, I always think of that, like, (laughs) out of all that verse, right? It's like, fear the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And I know, like, I remember when I first came back or into the church, right? And and you hear those words like, fear the Lord. You're like, like, at the beginning, you kind of (laughs) do. You don't quite understand that reverence. You don't quite understand mm-hmm. the the beauty behind that, the beauty of looking up and 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 just really having this this awe and inspiring reverence and just love and just like like I like this taste. I like how this feels, you know. And you build into this. It's it's amazing how you build into that feeling, how it's like it's like raining down, you know, it's like all of a sudden manna in the Bible sounds good. It's like, yes. <laughs> Honey cakes. Come on now, yo. I'm like, I'm like, I remember like stories like manna. It's just like, uh, you know, it's like, yo, I got like T-bone. I got like, I got all this, <laughs> man, I was, I was as bad as the Israelites. <laughs> I want to go back to Egypt. I want to go back to slavery because I wanted to taste, you know, that stuff that's in the world, you know? And I was thinking of, of just these, this idea of tasting and y'all, <laughs> should I let you throw me under the bus? Yes. <laughs> throw me under the bus. I'll throw myself <laughs> under the bus too. But, so, okay. You throw me under the bus. And then you can throw me under the bus. Nah, you okay. just throw me under the bus. That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can just do that. I always throw myself under there too. Um, so today, literally today, y'all, <laughs> we're like, what are we going to have for lunch? Arby's. So we went to Arby's and uh, and we ordered some food and we came home. We all enjoyed eating it. And I had gotten Kalia some yummy mac and cheesies. That's Ooh, what we yeah. call it. Mac, mac and cheesies. Well, actually, I call it mac cheesies, but we, you know, mac and cheese. Yeah. Mac cheesy. But, but me and Kalia call it mac cheesies. And um, and I think I will for the rest of my life. It's just that cute. So mac cheesies. And then also we got her one, just a normal Arby's sandwich. Shay got a like a half pounder Arby's <laughs> roast beef with cheese. And I got it without cheese. Come home. We're eating it. And all of Kalia's Mac cheesies disappear. Now she did eat a lot of them y'all, but they all were gone. And I made a comment like, where are all your Mac cheesies? And she's like, I don't know. Where are they? And I'm like, well, you ate them. And, <laughs> and then later he's like, man, you know, not later, like lunch. right there. I, I gave no, no, it no, 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 no. Later. Oh, we're talking like, about that. Yeah, later. I, I, I came down, y'all. I four, repented. five hours later. Hold on, I repented. I want to go back to the repentance oh, at the but table, look, y'all. Look, look, it's less about, no, this story is less about him eating her mac cheesies because she don't like leftovers like that. You know, she likes fresh mac cheesies. Whoa, 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 but, whoa, whoa. hold up. But, Time out, hold up. Pause, oh, wait, pause. wait, hey, wait. Hey. See, this is, now they get to see us who we are. No, am I allowed to finish the story of, throw, am I allowed to finish throwing you under the bus or do you have to have some last words? I think, I think we got to go back to the point, though, where you said, where you were like, What's she going to eat for dinner? <laughs> that girl will eat up leftover. Okay, whatever. Anyway, I was trying not to say what I'm about to say. Right, because ahead, then though. four hours later, he's like, man, lunch ain't sitting right with me. And I'm like, well, first of all, 
you can't have dairy and you ate her mac cheesies. And second, you ordered a cheese roast beef sandwich. And he's like, I know, I know, I know. And this is probably going to be on the podcast. I'm like, it is going to be on the podcast. You're right. Because he, I mean, okay, this is a food analogy, so it's not perfect. Because some of y'all going to be like, I love, I'm, I'm not allergic to dairy. I can have to. Okay, yes. But Shay knows there's certain things Shay should not have. His body does not react well with certain things. And yet he will still order them when given the option. See, I did not have cheese on my roast beef, but he chose it. With a roast beef. Yeah, At least he didn't take my milkshake. Oh, no. Because it was full uh, of milk. No, and that's because so, it was mint. I don't like mint. <laughs> oh, well, no. Had nothing to do with the noted. milk. So we need mint <laughs> mac cheesies and mint cheese pizza. Oh, and, oh. Right. Ooh. I mean, I would even say that. No, but, but in reality, I am the worst. So <laughs> people will ask like, hey, y'all, we want to have you over for dinner. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. What, what, I mean, is there any allergies? And I, I, I shoot out quick. I'm like, nah. Because and I'm like, and I instantly look at him, and I'm like, y'all, please avoid at the very least seafood and nuts at the very least, because otherwise we're gonna roll up with there's gonna be apple pie for dessert. He's allergic to apples. There's gonna be like some kind of delicious lasagna. He shouldn't have cheese with some nut like cashew sauce and on top of some shrimp and he's just going to eat it all and not say a word. And I'm like, but we didn't have to. And I'll even work deals. Like last night we're sitting at the <laughs> dinner table and my mom, mom, Michelle's mom. Anyway, she's like, we're talking about birthday cakes. I'm like, baby, she, Michelle made this like cake for Kalia last year, like anti sugar, whatever. It was it was the worst cake ever. Love you to death. Oh, it was but the it was, worst it was cake the ever. Worst cake. It was like, a keto cake <sighs> with, one of those sugar substitutes, because I was trying to keep her from having all, like, I was all in this health cake for her. And I'm like, I should have just got that poor child real cake. And, and so <laughs> my comment was, my birthday's coming. I'm like, yeah, you can't make none of them cakes. You can't make them that, cakes. that nasty right. cake. Agreed. But uh, her mom's like, but Shay, do you like carrot cake? I'm like, yeah, you know, we're talking about it. And I was like, wait, but is there nuts in it? And she's like, Oh yeah, yeah. There's pecans, and I was like, "Ooh!" And then I was like, "And then <laughs> she goes, oh yeah, nuts.'" And I was like, "Now nah, you can put a little bit." In. <laughs> and I was like, "Because man, not. pecans are so good." But see, that's like what we're talking about. <laughs> see, but that, I mean, back back on topic, right? That's exactly <laughs> right. Exactly what we're does. talking about. Yeah. Right. Taste and see. You know, the world looks really good. I mean, you can look at how the Israelites did this in Judges. It's like a 300 to 350 year period. Um, and, you know, they were enticed, though. It was like they're coming out of the desert. And the Canaanites, though, they were, they were going through a era of like the, the um, trading and stuff wasn't going on. The epicenters, the cities, people were moving out to the countrysides, stuff like that. You know, you're transitioning from the late Bronze Age into the Iron Age. And so there's all of these things, not to mention in Numbers, um, what was it, 13, right? Yeah, Numbers 13, where the spies go in and they say these big grapes and all these awesome things. <laughs> and, you know, Israel just had this problem. They kept falling for the wrong God. Mm -hmm. And when you start looking at that, when you start looking at like um, the gods that were like Bells and Astroth and these other gods that were there, right? These were all fertility, land fertility, you know, birthing fertility and, and all of these things that just look good. You know, you're going from the, the, the one age into the Iron Age where it's like iron and swords and, you know, all of these good things, all of these enticing things. Y'all, pecans. <laughs> <laughs> 
milk, dairy, cheese. I'm just telling you, and I'm not supposed to have it. See, they weren't supposed to have that either. Right. They had God. They had someone who had them going for the desert. And yet, nah, that tastes pretty good over there. I, mm, look at that. Coming yeah. out, look, coming out the desert off of manna and seeing some big old right. what? I imagine manna, like the little honey cakes, like it sounds good, but I also imagine it like baklava. And I can only have so much baklava. And so I understand, like I feel for them, you know, but yeah. So, yeah. So I, it's, it's, but it's like that. I mean, and we look at the world sometimes like, Ooh, I want to taste some of that. I want some of that, you know, mm-hmm. that, 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 that. And we forget about how good God tastes that message, mm-hmm. that love, that, you know, how he just pours out onto us. Um, Psalms one nineteen one o three. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I mean, these are big words, right? And 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 what does this do? It enlightens us, right? It, it brings us to this an enlightenment, an understanding how we can survive in the world, how we can get through the world. Y'all, I would be so much better off right now sitting in this chair talking <laughs> on this microphone if I didn't know the mac cheesy. You know, so it's like, you know, that verse doesn't say sweeter than the mac cheesy. No, it says sweeter than honey, you know, sweeter than honey. Right. And, you know, you think of this and in Ephesians 1:18, you know, we, we think of this having the eyes of your hearts enlightened that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches, 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 ri- I'm not on repeat, y'all, riches of his glory, his inheritance in the saints. Man, that tastes good. You know why? Because it's pure and it doesn't cause allergies. <laughs> right. I mean, we, right. <laughs> no, you know, God is sovereign. We forget that because we see something that is interesting and different and we want it. Like I think of our daughter, like when she sees me doing something, she could be completely content and thrilled with a toy she's played with a dozen or more times. If she sees me pull out something that funny enough, I could think is one of the most mundane, normal tasks, but it's the first time she's seen me do it. She will drop that thing that has like blessed her life many times and she will become completely engulfed in what I'm doing. And I see that in adults. It's like something new comes along, some new social network, some new Netflix show, some new restaurant that has a long waiting list. You know what else? Like there's something about us and FOMO, like the fear of missing out and all that stuff. Like we, we just want to try it. And there's, there's something that when I was thinking of this episode, it made me think the very first sin of mankind involved taste Mm. both on a physical and a spiritual level because the first temptation was pretty much taste and see you know taste and see what god knows taste this fruit and you will know i think that there's something to that there's something to all of the food analogies and actual navigations around food in the bible because taste is a very powerful thing Funny enough, it is the sense that I would give up if I had to give up one of my five senses, I would give up taste. And this is why, because my rationale is I would eat healthier than ever before in my life because I wouldn't care about taste. I would just find the healthiest food and I would consume it because I wouldn't have to care about, oh, does it taste bad? Does it not taste bad? I could still smell wonderful things, see beautiful things, listen to beautiful things, but I could eat healthy, which tells you my taste buds dictate what I consume 
more than they should in the same way that our emotions dictate our actions more than they should. Our taste buds can too. So we need to understand it in two ways. We have to make sure that we are constantly readjusting and praying to the Lord to help us adjust our spiritual taste buds so that we start to understand the sweetness. You know, like you you cut out a lot of sugar and suddenly the things that were just right before are now way too sweet. Same with salt. Gotta You have to readjust so that you're experiencing the word in an untainted way so that you begin to appreciate it. And then on top of that, we need to stop ourselves from being so curious about the next big tasty morsel in the world, because what does the world like to do in the Bible? It talks about honey, honey, honey. Why? It was one of the sweetest things they could access Mm. because they could not refine sugar to the level we have it. We have this pure unadulterated sugar sweetness at our fingertips at all times, we've got high fructose corn syrup. We've got like this insane level and it's caused us to spiritually and physically be off. We're not calibrated. The world is full of things that are super unadulterated intense and more intense and more intense. And so we're like, oh, you know, the word of God, it's, it stays the same, but the world's always changing. And it's like, well, actually that's not a good thing. I mean, your coffee's good though. <laughs> Out of all that, no, but it's like, like everybody's like, "Dang, she drops some." No, honey, in your coffee's good. Um, the I sugar try thing, it with butter. The sugar, oh yeah, it's good. It's good too. <laughs> butter. See, there I go again. Look, y'all, I'm horrible. See, I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> to be fair, he's allergic to like on. every food group, so it's tough. <laughs> I think it goes with the hemochromatosis, but, yes, but you know, it does. hey, yes, I think I think that that's probably a big bigger thing than that, but. You know, I give that to God too. And well, I mean, if I know that I'm having issues, eat the food I can have, right? Right. If if you know that the world is going to give you issues, eat the food that's good for you. I think that we have a problem with that. You know, it's like we we turn away from what's good. And I'm not saying that all of us out there, y'all, I mean, you know, you might, hey, look, call me, text me, pray for me <laughs> if you don't have these issues. Because I need somebody on my side that's like getting my guidance back on track. <laughs> but no, the but the world, it's like, it's like we go, we end up doing things in the world that help us not one bit in our spiritual lives. I have seen it. I've experienced it. I've heard about it. And I mean, y'all, I've only been in for seven years. I can't imagine somebody's been in this life for like 20 something years. And you're hearing it from, from people that, you know, are around you or, or, you know, or cross the internet or whatever, but there's these struggles. And, and, and sometimes when we look at this, you know, when we, when we look at counseling and, and, and talking and life coaching and stuff like that, really you start to see a pattern. It's like, we turn back to these things that might seem sweet in the moment, but have no impact like, like God on your spiritual necessity. And I'm just thrown by that. I mean, even in my day to day, because I, I always throw myself, I tell you all the time, man, I, I look in the mirror. And I think this whole this whole thought today of taste and see, you know, it's, it's this see. And, you know, she's on the taste side. And I'm kind of over here on the sea side. And it's like, you know, I just want my eyes to be opened. Mm-hmm. I want my eyes to be open, right? I want my eyes to behold the wondrous things that are out of the law. 
know, this, this, this God, this, the, the G no, our God, forget this God, our God, the God, the God, the one and only God, Jesus Christ and the Holy spirit. I love those three names. I love the power of those three names. You know, they're the names that made Paul see on the road when he's on the back of his horse and he gets knocked off right in Acts 26, 18, it says to open their eyes so that they can turn from darkness. That was his whole purpose. The whole purpose of knocking him off the horse. He thought he was right. He thought he was right. He thought he was right to persecute Christians. He thought he was right that that was the best tasting thing ever until he found Jesus. And when he found Jesus and, and he, and he recognized Jesus for who he was, he became an impact for the kingdom. And I think, we need to do that. We don't need to look like the rest of the world, not in this day and age. We need to look like Christ. We need to have that love. We need to go out there and speak truth. We need to be bold. We need to never step down away from what God has taught us and the word of God. The word of God has to be that that is a good taste. And that is what's going to get us through our days. Yes. What you just said, it reinforces this thought that the story of the prodigal son, a lot of people are focused on the fact, oh man, he lived, he went out, he left, he left his daddy, lived that crazy life and praise God, he came back and so can we. And you know what? That's a beautiful part of the story. But you know what I, what I saw when I was reading it this time through, the father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. And a few days later, the younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money in wild living, tasting and seeing all the wrong things, mm. right? About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. How convenient that when you lose the resources to taste and see all the wrong things, you realize you're starving. Right. Right. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. Sometimes we, we want to taste and see to refine our palate, to understand, you know, and, and experience and taste it all. And at the end of it, it's like, it all means nothing. And you realize you're just, all you've got left is just trash. All you have left to eat is the refuse of others. It's not, it's not for you. And it never was. And there was always something, you left what was good out of this, this desire to taste something else. And it was only then, and that's the case for so many of us, it's only then sometimes that we wake up and we see what was there from the beginning for us that we didn't have to strive for, we didn't have to pay for, we didn't have to fall to get it. But for many of us, we do fall before we realize what we had. And then the end, praise God, is dad takes them back, Mm. right? But I'm hoping as we close out this season that all of the conversations that we've had with you and with our guests has made you really start to understand that even when his food seems repetitive to you, may I suggest it's because you still haven't learned the lesson there. And it's not because his whole entire word is just one thing. And that if you just submit and Dive in after him. You'll see all the flavors that come from Christ, all the variation, all the surprise, all the excitement that comes from Christ that you might not see when you're still romanticized and swooning over the world. Um, We would love for you to share with us what your favorite episode was. 
You know, what, like we would love that if you would drop a comment for this episode or drop a review um, in regards to your favorite episode. And we're going to be coming back next week. We're going to be coming back nice and strong with our sequel season, Unnaturally Flourished, where we talk about taking this idea further. God flourishes, elevates and relocates us in ways that the world can't understand. Right. Right. And I think we should leave them with a verse that wraps the whole season. Do it. Third John 1, 2. And this is our prayer for y'all. Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. Be nourished. Amen. Be nourished. Amen. It's been awesome. Remember that in a few days, we're doing our first Zoom chat. So remember to go to thepantrypodcast.com slash Zoom to get all of the details. Yes. So until next season. Bye. Bye.